Hey there, this is Pastor Terry. Welcome back to Grace for Your Journey. So glad that you're with us. If you're new, welcome on in. It is great to have you. We are in 1 Kings chapter 19, been talking about Elijah, the great prophet in the Old Testament. Now, like I tell you, Elijah is unique and special. If you go over to the New Testament, we won't look at it today right now. I just want to mention something to you. And you go to the times of the apocalypse, when the things are running to the end, like after the rapture and all this, the Bible says there's going to be two witnesses that God brings forward to speak the truth. One more time, because God's always about pulling people back. I always want to give people a chance, right? So, but these two prophets who are going to be in the end times, some people, a lot of guys way smarter than me, thinks that one of those people will be Elijah. This prophet we've been following that God will send him back to speak in the final days. So this Elijah guy, so, so incredibly important in, in the scriptures, both now and, and really probably in the New Testament as well. So here's what's happened. His life is coming to an end. His ministry is winding down. He has done amazing things. He has, remember when he stood against the 450 prophets of Baal? That's one of my favorite parts. You know, you have 450 people that absolutely hate your guts. Now, I know you probably don't say that in your family. I apologize, but it is apropos here because they loathed Elijah, hated him, couldn't stand anything that he was about. And they really, they really couldn't. And so, but he stands there firm in the Lord, confident in the Lord and faces them down and obviously wins the day uh, on, on, on behalf of the kingdom of God and represents the God of creation, the true living God, unbelievably well. So God's given us some things to do. He's been going about doing it. And now he's going to go to Elisha, the guy who's going to replace him. So let's check this out. So he departed from where he was, all right, and he found Elisha, the son of Shaphat, who was plowing with 12 yoke of oxen in front of him, and he was with the 12. Now Elijah passed by him and cast his cloak upon him. And he left the oxen and ran after Elijah and said, Eli, this is Elisha speaking, Elisha, let me go kiss my father and mother, then I will follow you. And, and he said to him, go back again, for what have I done for you? Or what have I done to you? And he returned from following him and took the yoke of oxen and sacrificed them and boiled their flesh uh, and the yokes of the oxen and gave it to the people and they ate. Then he arose and went after Elijah and assisted him. Now, the point of this whole story, there's some pretty cool things. For example, they recognized Elijah as a prophet. He had a reputation, <laughs> and prophets usually looked a certain way, usually pretty hairy, pretty unkept, uh, not very wealthy, right? Um, and they sort of look wild-eyed and committed, and they were. <laughs> and so so they knew it was Elijah. So there was a tr tradition or custom when, when someone like that would cast their cloak upon you or throw it on you, it meant carry this for me and follow me. It means now come and assist me in my journey. And, and so he knew that. Elisha knew that. And so he began to follow, but Elijah says, no, let's finish up things here first. That's basically what all that was. And then you could come and follow me. Now, here I think is the, the clear takeaway point of the calling of Elisha. He was just going about his daily business. He wasn't sitting waiting for God to call him. He wasn't sitting waiting for something else to happen. He wasn't, he wasn't sitting there going through the pros and cons of what do I do next with my life? He was doing the next right thing. He lived at home with his parents. His parents farmed. He had to farm. So he had gotten up, he had gone to work. He was just doing what was right to do. And God looked down and saw him and told Elijah, go pick this young man. Why? Because he's a worker. He is steady. 
His hand is to the plow. He knows what it is to have a task and to get it done. And and so that might be the word for you today. Are you wanting God to call you to do something great? I hope you are. I hope you want to do great exploits for the kingdom. Man, that would be phenomenal, right? We started a church as of the recording of this content. Our church is eight years old. And I mean, I need the Lord to really call some people out like this as they're doing their daily work to just call them out, to pull them out and and to and to equip them and to put them into ministry and into task for the kingdom. And that might be you. So what do you do? I think you pray. I think you spend time alone with the Lord. But I think you do what you do every day. Don't sit and daydream. Do your work. Be a great employee or employer, whatever the case may be. Do what God's placed in front of you to do, right? Do the next right thing. And God will bring people by at the right time, right? Regardless of where you are, to speak the right words to you and to call you out to do that next great thing for the kingdom. Now, when that happens, you know what's going to happen? You're going to find unbelievable grace for your journey. Let me pray for you. Father, as we go through our daily life, I pray that we will have ears to hear your call. Lord, intersect our lives with the people that we need to call us to do what we need to do. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, God's blessings on you. Love you. And we'll talk again next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.